because Louie didn't do any kind of specific intro and so that you guys don't forget that I'm here. Here I am, Bob, your normal podcast host, saying welcome to a new episode of the J6 podcast, this time raw and circumcised for you, Kevin, just for you, always. Enjoy, guys. It's uh, unedited. I've listened to 10 minutes. It's actually pretty good. Enjoy. Joe Sixpack. Uh, repeat that. What'd you say? How did you picture Bob? <laughs> I pictured him sitting in the dark with little Hero in his lap, rocking him to sleep with a little tear rolling down his eye or his, down his cheek because he didn't have a podcast to listen to That's last right. week. I like that. <laughs> I got to give us some visuals. <laughs> rocking him to sleep he's like you know i've won twice hero <laughs> he's telling him all his fantasy football legend yeah this season, that's his first word this season doesn't count <laughs> hero's first words dad's a champ give everyone here a minute see if anyone else pops in How's the Zelly clan doing? Ah, we're good. We're busy. Um, yeah. You know, girls are back in school. Uh, Louis three and he's insane. <laughs> my uncle's visiting from New York, so I was over at my mom's house visiting with him. He gave me a bunch of cool armor. Like old like, like knights ar- armor, armor? Made, yeah like roman armor oh so i have to like make a stand for it and figure out where in my house i'm gonna display it because i really yeah. i really have room for it but i was like no i want it first first halloween costume then display oh, it i couldn't even fit into that armor <laughs> let's say uh you, did you watch game of thrones All right get the yes get the breastplate stretcher <laughs> Seems like so long ago. Yeah. Back when it was good. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't hate the last season as much as most people, but yeah, it was definitely not the same. Yeah. I got one guy in the office who's trying to tell people don't even start watching it the last season so bad i'm like well it's not that bad <laughs> no it's still, it's still worth, worth watching yeah because the rest of it's really good a lot of the rest of it's still really good but yeah it's a it's a rough way to end things all right i think this is gonna mean you so all right launch this puppy and hopefully this all actually records and <laughs> if not then we've just had a nice uh, evening together that's right win-win uh, so win-win week four alright here hang on one second
All right, and welcome to the Joe Six Pack Podcast. Uh, streaming here live from Joe Six Pack Studios. Uh, today I have with me the Ren to my Stimpy, our in-house fantasy football expert, Andrew the Phoenix Forester. How you doing, Andrew? Ooh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How you doing, Lou? I'm doing well as well. Um, and yes, you are the Phoenix. I don't know if you remember. Um, I believe after... Is this a thing? Yeah, after week one, I, I could have sworn it was you. You claimed you were going to rise as the proverbial Phoenix. It, it took me until week two to, or three to start, but uh, okay, sure, yeah. I do remember that, kind of. I don't know. I was drunk. <laughs> well, it was a powerful claim, and I was skeptical, but uh, here we are. And uh, I, I, I'd i like to, you know, I, this is a more intimate Joe Sixpack podcast. It's just me and you. And yeah. My, and my yingling. I got a, uh, I got a Trogues. Nice. But... Your team has certainly – I want to focus on you here for a minute because your team um, started 0-2, correct? I, that is correct. And since then has uh, gone uh, to 2-2. And, and did you – were you high score in our division the last two weeks? I don't I – wasn't, I wasn't the high score of the league. I don't know about the division. No, I want to know the division. Let's see here. Scoreboard. You definitely outdid me and Matt. So, yeah. All right. In week three, you were 130. That was definitely higher than yes. my 90, Matt 79, and John's 103. And then week four. Last week, it was 129. Yeah. And you were 129. I was 95. Where's everybody else? John was 110. And I can't find Matt. Did he change his name or something? He did. He changed his name. Don't do that to me. Uh, <laughs> he only had 92. So, yeah, the last two weeks you've been crushing it. Um, how, uh, what do you attribute your, your current success to? Well, two things, I think, mostly. I knew Ezekiel Elliott was going to go to a, a slow start. I knew that when I drafted him. Uh, I was hoping the rest of my team could pick up the slack. But uh, he's coming through. Uh, I know Matt said he thought he might be done. I don't think he's done. I know he's got Pollard back there taking some carries away. But uh, So Elliott's been picking up the pace. And then I've been streaming QBs, and uh, I've been able to pick – I've been able to ride uh, Derek Carr's coattails. So those have been uh, – those were kind of my weak points in the first two weeks. And, uh, yeah, I kind of got those figured out at least for a few weeks. You did. You did. Yeah, you have um... – I think I bought into the Zeke maybe Cook narrative too, and uh, I have egg on my face because Dallas is running the ball a lot, and while they are featuring Pollard quite a bit, it has not stopped Zeke from producing. They're just they're and then running, last was running it, even more. Yeah, and then last week or the week before, whichever one Cook was out, uh, I got lucky because I had Madison on my bench, so I plugged him in, oh, and that was nice. that was that was a straight fourteen fifteen points right there, so. Oh, that, I wanted to point that out. I've, I've noticed that the last few weeks. You were like the fantasy hitman, like because you had you had Chuba Hubbard. You just I, ha- you had I had him all. Him. Yeah, you had Chuba Hubbard. You happened to drop him right before he got hurt, but you still had him. Then you had I did. I drafted him. <laughs> then you had um, uh, Madison, Madison, and now you have Damian Williams. 
Like, ah, uh, man. Yeah, we're on to you, buddy. I don't, I, we thought Luke had the voodoo, but it's just been one after another. Yeah, it's been I, – I, I have not been able to believe it. When I, I didn't know, um, you know, Montgomery went down, and then I heard it on the news, what is it, Monday morning, and I was like, wait a minute. I think I have his backup. And I went and checked immediately, and I was like, yes. Yeah, man. You and that's you had all these guys. You even even had to spend a piece of fab on them because you've already had them. Yeah, yeah. It, it was great. It's been lucky. I'll have to say it's been lucky. And meanwhile, I have seven dollars left, so it's going <laughs> well for me. But yeah, man. Z, and now you picked up Darnold. Um, so you went from Carr to Darnold, who I think was like what number two QB last week or something. Yeah. Like that. So yeah. now he okay. now. He can't hold what he's been doing because he's been running in touchdowns right and left. So he's going to regress. He's going to regress, but he's still going to be good. And then when McCaffrey comes back, which probably not this week, right? Probably next week, maybe. They're, they're hinting um, it. I, I, as a McCaffrey owner, I hope they hold him back a week just because like, they're hinting that he might play this week. I feel like if he does, it's going to be like he'll play like half the game. and like Yeah, you want him injury. right. Yeah, man, just get healthy. So once McCaffrey comes back, he'll, always, he'll take a couple of those touchdowns away from him. But I think he's going to be a solid QB, you know, a, a low-end uh, QB uh starter for me and if i have to go back to car or whatever i got the means to do so but uh anybody's big better than uh ben roethlisberger who i started in week one that is true he is pretty bad so far this season um and yeah sam darnold i believe was leading the league in rushing touchdowns so go figure um like literally the entire nfl um so you're right that probably will not sustain but we, you know, keep riding. I'm gonna ride it. I'm gonna ride it while it's hot. And then McLaurin has just been beastly. Yeah, that was a good pickup. I I was targeting him in the draft. I, I'm sure a lot of people were, but uh, I was able to land him, and I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. So you are the Phoenix. You are the Phoenix. We'll do a quick, super quick um, state of the league because we really haven't checked in since the you know the divisional games uh, concluded. Um, we'll start in uh, the Phoenix uh, Phoenix division. I am currently 4-0. I have to admit that I'm very lucky to be 4-0 since I scored less than 100 the last two weeks. Luckily, my competition has played down to me. Um, I don't think that's going to continue. Uh, you are second 2-2. Two and, two, um, and the newly named, what's his name now? Dirty Deeds. Dirty Deeds. Oh, no. And he put Luke's face there. Dirty Deeds. Oh, <laughs> Really needling Luke is, on the piece. Is that new? That is new. Um, we don't need to go <laughs> in. Man, Matt has 91 of his fab left. I hate him. Um, so we'll just skip on the name. We're not going to go into that. And getting off the schneid, Johnny is 1-3. Um, that's the state of uh, the Yingling Lager division. Uh, moving on to the Sam Adams division. Uh, my own flesh and blood, who I'm playing this week. My dad is 3-1. and one. Um, Knox, who started hot 2-0, and is 2-2, two and two, so dropping two in a row. And we just found out this week he started Chris Carson, who is not playing. <laughs> so I, I don't know who he's playing this week, but he did them a favor. Uh, Sean, uh, also 2-2, two and two, and he is, um, uh, he keeps swiping left on my trades. Um, 
<laughs> Sean and I have done a lot of talking and no action. So shout out to Sean for breaking my heart. And uh, Owen for Bob. Um, bring up the rear. Maybe He's taking a year off. It's okay. Yeah, it's a yeah, gap year. It is. It's a gap year. He's saving his strength for next season. And then the stone, the stone division, um, maybe our best division. I was just peeking at the points for if you search if you search mm-hmm. the points for, and let's see, it goes. Uh, the first three teams are, and I don't know if it's counting any piece from this point from this week. I don't know, but there hasn't been much. So. Uh, it's Kevin, who's only two and two, but he scored the most points at 453. Joe in that same division, also two and two, 451 points. Luke, you know, two and two in that division, 450 points. And then it's you at 445 points. And then it's um, Seth at 445 wow. points. So yeah, they are like just beating the hell out of each other in that division. So, so um, we're all wow. screwed. We're all screwed. Four of the top five belong to the Stone Division. That's yeah. I didn't know. That was amazing. Yeah. So they're all two and two, but that's just because they bashed each other's heads in, in the first uh, set of divisional games. So <laughs> now they're going to unleash themselves upon the rest of us going forward. Ugh. So that may be the most competitive division, uh, at least thus far. Let's jump into the recap here. Um, Andrew, if you had to pick one team, um, why I'm – Looking these up, uh, who scares you the most? Who would it be? Oh, sorry, I kind of put you on the spot there. Well, it's I don't have everybody's team memorized. That's fine. You know, I'll tell you what. I think as we're going through it, when it strikes you, it'll be like, oh, it's that guy's team, and uh, we can okay, fair. That's that's what we'll do. All right. I know you needed you needed a filler while you got the next <laughs> screen up, and I. And I failed as the co-host, and uh, it's okay. it's like, I uh, will submit my letter of resignation in. I'm literally like throwing you onto the spot. It's not like we have any notes here. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. While you're at it, that dissertation we talked about, uh, Andrew. And, uh... <laughs> I need to defend my thesis. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We'll start from the top here, um, which is me, Cooper Mario Kart, uh, 95.6 against um... Cooper Mario Kart. <laughs> Mario Kart. Um, Andrew, uh, probably the best of all of us at Mario Kart from my memory. Um, that was great. That was great. Uh, side note, my new brother-in-law is, uh, wicked good at the, uh, Switch Mario Kart. Really? We play online sometimes and I beat him one out of five times. Wow. So you got the whole drift, you got the drift game down, right? Like that's where, that's where the, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's where the, the, the winners start to separate themselves. I cannot pull that off. I'm not good at that. I like to blame the controller because that's the downfall of the switch. The controllers are terrible. Ah, they are terrible. So do you, side note, do you use the little wheel connector? You put them in so you have an actual wheel. Oh, I did on the Wii, but on the switch, I just used the controller. Actual little tiny controller. It's so tiny. It hurts my hands. Dude, they're the worst. And now my son, I told you he's, he's a terrible one. So my girls drink water. They like to leave a cup of water lying around. He likes to take those little controllers oh. and pop them in the cups of water. <laughs> and I'm sure as a Switch owner, you know those little controllers are like, <laughs> I don't know, 50 bucks for two of them or something. Like, Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. So that's uh, not My good. oldest... This this will appeal to many of the uh, KOP crew here. Uh, my oldest loves Smash Brothers. Nice. We play all the time. Nice. We play all the time. Who's his favorite character? 
he likes them all. Uh, let me guess. And let it's guess. funny. Let me guess. Let me guess. I'm going to guess. Oh, all right. No, I'm going to cheat a little. I'm going to say it's it's either Mario, Link, or Captain Falcon. No, he likes the Pokemon because he knows oh, Pokemon. I should have gone with the Pokemon. So he likes Pikachu and Meow, and the you could be the trainer. Yeah. And I will we'll play like the easiest. Like he'll we'll team up. Yeah. And we'll play the easy the, the computer on easy, and I'll score like ten, and we'll still lose because he died like twenty times. <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun to play with him. But it's like, look, Dad, I'm Bulbasaur. <laughs> exactly. Watch what I can do. I can't. I'm crushing this guy. <laughs> this level one computer doesn't know it hits him. But yeah. All right. So, um, I played Bob, and um, I was annoyed because Bob, right before our game, man, made what I considered a pretty blockbuster trade. He traded um, yeah. He traded George Kittle, Cortland Sutton, what's his name, Cortland Sutton, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. got back Jonathan Taylor, arguably a top 10 RB, um, some would consider maybe a top 6. Um, so, I thought a pretty good trade for him the, the week I was playing him. Um, but he managed to secure the, the lowest points in the week again. So <laughs> not, that not affect me as badly as I thought. How do you feel about that trade, Andrew? No, I thought it, at first I thought I thought Bob got taken. But the more I thought about it, I thought it was a, a decent trade for both sides. Um, I think I would have rather been on the other side, but uh, I thought it was okay. I thought it was a, a good trade. All right. Yeah, I think it will end up being relatively fair. I was just more annoyed that I had to. I felt it improved Bob's team the week I played him. That, definitely. Well, you thought that, but thought it didn't. That. <laughs> but, um, yes, yeah, so once again, like I said, lucky. Uh, scored under 100, managed to squeeze out the win. Um, I've been uh, nursing the Christian McCaffrey injury. I spent six three freaking dollars on Chuba Hubbard. He got me like eight points. <sighs> you, felt, you couldn't have been happy with that. Uh, I felt... I went back and forth. I was like, what if I just don't get him? I was like, what if I don't and, like, don't spend a ton of money? I, like, suck it up. Because they're talking about McCaffrey coming back, hopefully, within three weeks. But then I thought back to last season, and, like, they pulled that all year. And I I had McCaffrey. They kept saying he was going to come back. He wouldn't. Then when he did, he got hurt. And I was like, this is my punishment for just not locking up that that handcuff. So I overspent again. I think you had to. I think you had to, and I think it was it was best that he went to you. Who who was the next bidder? Do you know? Bob Bob at forty four. So okay, I remember so correctly. so I overspent a little, but sixty three felt like what I had to. I felt like that would pretty much secure him. But and I think you had to have him, and I think you best went to the McCaffrey owner. So yeah. I I think it's all right. At the end of the day, if you can win a few, like if you can win half the games until McCaffrey come back, it was worth the money. So uh, hopefully. Here's a... That's my hope, and I have gotten lucky the last two weeks. I'm riding Kyler Murray and Chase Edmonds are basically carrying me uh, through the dark times here. And um, my two wide receivers, who I thought were going to be nice, steady eddies, like, you know, top 15, like, you know, not never going to be top five guys, but at least top 15, that has not been the case. Uh, yeah. So we'll see where my team goes. Yeah. I'm a little nervous. Al- yeah, Allen Robinson. Um, now I think they came out and said there's a new quarterback throwing, so we'll see how he does with uh, Fields. Justin Fields, yep. And I had Mooney, who's the number two there, and the whole reason I drafted him was because they were supposed to have some chemistry with Fields, 
and I was kind of holding out for that. And then I finally was like, screw this. I can't hold two Chicago guys when Chicago is struggling. And, of course, the week I drop them, they make Field the starter. Right. Field seems to love them. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? But uh, it's, about the way, it's the way it is. <laughs> it's the way it is. <laughs> enough about me. I'm 4-0. I shouldn't bitch. Moving on to uh, Avenue <laughs> Meetsmith's 3-1. The uh, the only non uh, you know it's me four and zero and then my dad's the only three and one team. Um, That's so, right. Uh, dominating Zelly dominance. Uh, Johnny doesn't count. Um, <laughs> he's you know he's like second string Zelly. Uh, <laughs> Zelly B. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, my dad rolling with Lamar Jackson. Najee uh, Harris and uh, Tyreek Hill finally busted out. He had, I think, two down weeks. Came out 42 points. Uh, he rode him in the Bills' defense at 23 points uh, to 135 points. Uh, Andrew, how, how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about uh, Matt's team over there? Matt's team, uh, I think he has a decent team that has unfortunately underperformed. Uh, all through the season, um, you know, you, you've got Nick Chubb, who's pretty solid. Didn't put up the numbers you wanted uh, last week, and then James Robinson, uh, he's been hit or miss, hasn't he? I mean, last the last two weeks, I believe he he did put up pretty good monster games, but the first two weeks, so we're single digits, so you get a little nervous with them. And then Robert Woods has been. You know, not what you want him to be, but the last again, the last two weeks they've picked up. So if his team can continue to be what you thought they were going to be before the draft, uh, he, he might have something there. Um, and he he did leave quite a few points on his bench as well. But so it's you know you, you've got that that that's what my problem was last year. I had a lot of mediocre players last year, and it's hard to juggle them around and fit all those points into your starting lineup. That, that is an excellent um, point there. Um, the thing that stands out to me every time I look at Matt's team is, is he just has great running back depth. He has, like, all the best RB2s. Yeah. Like, he's got Chubb, and then he's got probably the best RB2 in James Robinson, and then he's got Henderson and Harris. They're both, like, quality RB2s, though Hender- Harris didn't do much last week. I feel like he needs to maybe... No, but you can put him in. Trade one of them. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. And try and make and prove his team somewhere else. Yeah, he has good. De- like I said, he's got good depth. Antonio Brown, I think, was a great pickup because he was cheap in the draft, and I think he's going to be a pretty decent wide receiver. So, like I said, he's got a lot of good players. Are they just? Are they going to be able to put up enough points? And that's going to yeah. be the question. Yeah, like that was me last year to a T. Was all my players were really mediocre, which just doesn't score you enough points. Yeah, steady. Eddie. And I think I won. Boom. Yeah, I won two games last year. <laughs> ouchy, ouch. Um, and I feel like the Russell Wilson, the DK, they're like they've been good every week, but not great. I think you, you keep waiting for them to like really pop off. This was probably their best week, I think, as a as a tandem, and they just haven't like carried him to a victory yet. Yeah. Um, yep. And a, a move I noticed he made because I was eyeing it up myself. The Rams were out there on the wi- waiver wire, and you know they're like consensus number one rest of the season defense. But I was like, oh, they were playing Arizona, and then the rest of their matchups didn't look that good. I I was like, I'm gonna stay off him. He went and got him, and he played him versus Arizona. It cost him four points, but we'll see how that works out for him. 
the rest right. of the season. Right. Rest of the season. Yeah. It might be okay, but yeah, Arizona is they're they're lighting it up right now, so it's it's hard to start anybody against them right now. Yeah. But I thought it was an interesting decision on his part. All right, moving in. Oh, oh sorry, go ahead. Nope, I was just going to hopefully it pays off long term. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next game, the Phoenix himself, low-key winner, 129 points, uh, second most of the week there. Uh, to my ball, Zach Hertz, Shawnee, Sean Forney at 2-2 two and two with uh, 87 points. Andrew, who do you credit your win to? Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with with running backs. You know, the, my my two running backs. I was I'm very happy with the way they've been performing the last two weeks, and if they can continue, uh, I'm going to be very happy for the rest of the season. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to go with uh, ride or die, Brandon Ayuk. No, just kidding. He's terrible. <laughs> I want to get rid of him. No, it's definitely my running backs. Hmm. Yeah, you may have. Um, I, I know we floated for other people, but you might have the best uh, one-two running back combo. We'll have to keep an eye on that. They're, they're pretty, as a tandem, pretty pretty powerful anchors. Uh, and it doesn't hurt when your kicker gets 16. That's always a nice little boost. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fan of kickers. You know, that's for a different podcast. But uh, <laughs> Tyler Bass has been crushing it because yes. uh, Buffalo has been scoring a shit ton of points. <laughs> that's true. They really did wreck Houston, 48-40-0. That that helps. I guess Buffalo's not going to play Houston every week. No. Um, Sean, uh, I I like – every time I look at Sean's team, I like it. Uh, Another another narrative we bought into that has not seemed to be the case was Saquon Barkley was going to be not that great this year, and he put up 27 points. So So he was another one I thought was going to start slow. Um, I'm glad to, for Sean's sake. I'm glad to see Bar- Barkley come back and come back strong. Uh, now he just got to wait for Josh Jacobs to come back because yeah. I think Josh Jacobs is a good running back. He just he just hasn't gotten over his ankle injury yet. Agreed. And then he's got and CD Lamb. C, uh, a, a byproduct of that great running game you have in Dallas is both CD Lamb and Amari Cooper have really not um, you know been those top wide receivers that people expect it just because they're really not getting a whole lot of targets because no and cd lamb was somebody i was targeting hard and just kind of ran out of money so i got you know i i dodged a bullet on that one but he's still a good player he's he's gonna come through at the end he probably will he's gonna have some nice boom weeks all righty moving on get so oh sorry so the only thing i see on sean's team is was it too early to play Cordell Patterson? Because he's been lightening it up now. Oh, good catch! You know, how did I forget? That? Do you, do you, how did like? Do you not put him in? Was it was it still too early to trust him? And <laughs> we'll get to it. Obviously, do we put him in next week? So Cordell Patterson, man, had like a nobody has been lightening it up. Yeah. So I, I'm just I I question his uh Thir- not putting old. him in. 30-year-old journeyman running back, basically, is suddenly just, like, lighting the world on fire. And I think, no, I think Sean says we somehow psychologically warfared him about Patterson. <laughs> I barely met, I don't even remember what we said. But apparently <laughs> we, we were so down on him and wrong <laughs> that it affected Sean's confidence because 
you know, seven points week one. Okay, that's not great. 21 week two. Whoa. 13 week three. You think after 21 and 13, you're like, ah, I probably got to put this guy in my flex and see what happens against Washington. But Sean did, right. not, Sean no. did not do that. Well, they're playing the Jets. So let's see when we get to it if Sean's playing them or not. I feel like he will be. Which, of course, that means be. this will be the week that, you know, they finally take the, take the <laughs> yeah. off the gas. Though, to be fair, I think uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I think Calvin Ridley is not playing uh, this week. So, okay. Uh, it, they're running out of people to give the ball to in Atlanta. So, you may, Cordell may have another big game. He might. But, yeah. I mean, that was obviously a big mistake by Sean. It would not have secured him the victory. <laughs> even if he had put him in, bless you. In, in, Thank you. You know, in the flex for Jamar Chase, it would not have saved him. No, no. And I don't think he would have, you know, put him in for Josh. I don't think there's any other spot he would have put him. And no, it would have been hard to put him in for Josh Jacobs. No, I would agree. Would have, he would have only gone in the flex, I think. And unlucky, Logan Thomas, I think, got hurt pretty early. So he got yeah, side. that's true. But moving on to get vaccinated, who got off the schneid, one and three, got his first win. Rubbed it in Bob's face a little bit. Always fun to see. Um, he beat COVID spreads Beasley, who is now two and two. Um, and I'll just jump in and say I'm super jealous of uh, COVID's spread of assess wide receivers because he has Devonte Adams, who is like consensus number one going into the year, and has done well enough. And DJ Moore, who is just you know. Yeah, is the number one? Maybe it's like Cooper Cup than him, or like DJ Moore has just been blowing it up. No, he's got two huge star running back uh, wide receivers, definitely. And uh, he's been kind of streaming QBs as well. He's got Stafford and Herbert at the moment. He went with Stafford, got him nineteen points. Uh, but here's what I'm talking so about with that that trade. His starting running backs now, because he traded away, you know, now a struggling Jonathan Taylor. He has been struggling until the week he traded him. Um, his starting running backs are Jonathan Swift and Cream Hunt now. Like uh, it's you know it is what it is. Cream Hunt's been overproducing. It's just a little light in my opinion. Like yeah, and Swift is is hit hit or miss right so he's had a two good weeks and two not yeah. so good weeks um so basically to be able to have a high score you're going to need both swift and hunt to have an on week and you're, and you're right hunt's been overproducing a little bit he's i mean he's a solid flex running back like uh, you know running back three he's he's solid running back two it's you're going to need him to get into the end zone agreed and uh, Justin Herbert, I've been playing. I have him in my other league, and I've been playing him since the beginning. Now he started off a little bit slow, but he's had two great games, and I'm excited that he is. Uh, I don't care about that league nearly as much as uh, JSP, and that's not just because I'm on the JSP podcast. It's just <laughs> fact. Resident but Resident I'm ex- but I'm uh, excited to have a little Justin Herbert in my life, if you know what I mean. I do. I do. He is fun to watch. That team is good, and the Chargers are good. They're fun to watch. Um, yeah. But uh, Johnny, uh, Aaron Jones, not a great week, but Antonio Gibson and Dak Prescott and Justin Jefferson can't came through. Um, 
along with his tight end, Gilsecki kind of popping off and yeah. Devontae Smith having a good week. He's, he's been kind of been hit or miss, but the clear number one in Philly. So it was nice to see John to get a win. Um, Aaron Jones, uh, I'd still be happy with him, even though he's been a little fluky. And Antonio Gibson, he has not been what people hoped, but you got to hang on and keep putting him in. You know, I, I didn't have high expectations for Gibson going into the season, and he's actually he's exceeded my expectations. He's been better than I thought he was going to mm. be. So I don't know. Maybe I'm a little biased, but uh, I thought he's been doing all right. He did have a down week, and maybe he's just not pulling the team. But, uh, yeah, I, I like his running backs with Aaron Jones and, and oh, they're Gibson. they're quality. They're, they're two, a nice one and two. The narrative with Gibson coming in was that basically – J.D. McKissick was not going to be getting all the work that J.D. we now see J.D. McKissick is getting. like that, Right, that Antonio, that's true. Antonio Gibson was going to be Christian McCaffrey. He was going to be getting all the downs, all the passing work, and that has just not been the case. So he's still been good, but probably not the 50-ish um, or maybe 55. I don't remember what he paid for him, but like 50-ish dollars he paid for him. True, um, yeah. But still, uh, yeah, uh, uh, one of the better RB2s we have. Yeah, by RB2, I mean, you know, someone's second RB that we have in the league. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, moving on. Boom, this game. Oh, my goodness. I thought Pete was going to hold on. 99, MVP, 99 points. <laughs> Gritty eats baby souls, 2-0, 100.4. And as you mentioned, Gritty, he is leading the league in points. Um, yeah. And, but managed to squeeze out a win on one of his lesser weeks here. Uh, what do you think about this game, Andrew? So Jalen Ertz scares me <laughs> because he scores 28 points when the team looks terrible. What is he going to do when the team looks good at some point, hopefully, if that ever happens? I was happens. about to say bold of you to assume that the Eagles will someday look good. <laughs> <laughs> someday. Maybe not this year. Yeah, so Jalen Ertz scares me. Um and then you tie him in with like Cooper Cup. Like, what is he the, the number one wide receiver in the league right now? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so you've got those two, and and that that is a starting duo to be reckoned with. Um, and then Alvin Kamara is is starting to get more work down with uh, with Winston. It's just it's not what you thought it was going to be. But again. It's not that he doesn't have the talent. It's the opportunities aren't there. So if they ever make a change to Hill, then Kamara's going to go off, and then there's another guy that's just going to score a lot of points for him. So yeah. he not only does he have a, a high-scoring team, he's got potential for more. Yeah. I think after the first week, I think I declared, and I think this now goes to you, um, I think I declared his 1-2 and two RB as the best in the league. Um, but since that declaration, Alvin Kamara has kind of come back to earth and Joe Mixon kind of started being Joe Mixon again, the kind of the, you know, the guy who never seems to blow up. Like he's, you know, seven points, nine points, 13 points. Yeah. Um, so and, yeah, yeah, I think I prefer yours at this point. And the weird thing about Kamara is he, he was like, he, he would get a lot of those passing opportunities and those seem to have dried up this season. It's very weird. Well, I don't think they're letting Winston throw the ball. Like he's getting a a, a low amount of uh, throws in a game. So That's a good point. I just don't I don't think they're there. And whether or not they ever switch to Hill, 
or not. I don't know. I think it'd be better for Kamara if they switched to Hill. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. You know what, Andrew? I think you touched on it. I think you're right. I think Kamara, I feel like the, you know, the Saints were always a pass. They always felt like a pass-first offense. And now they feel like a run-first offense. But you think that would help Kamara, but it really doesn't because now they're you know, stacking the box. Right, instead of yeah. like, dropping those safeties, and it's it's even though he's getting more carries when he does get the ball, he's not in space. So I think yeah. I think you may have yep. touched on the problem there. Um, Pete, 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 Pete started two and zero. Looked super scary. Um, uh, but his his team really Debo's been amazing. Can't argue with that. Oh man, yeah, and, he's been solid. And the rest of his team is a lot of Mahomes and Kelsey, and Kelsey had a down week, you know. And yeah, you know when your studs and and to be fair to him, AJ Brown was injured, has been injured. Um, he's back now, I think. He, right? I think this week he's supposed to play. And the other weird thing that happened is it looked like Pete got gifted Tyson Williams early in the season, like a, just into a starting running back role, and then they like scratched him healthy last week, so. Yeah, he he might be done. Yeah, it's weird. So, um, agreed. Kelsey's not going to have you know four points ever again. So I'm not worried about Kelsey. Who I am really worried about on his team and as an Eagles fan is Miles Sanders. Oh, yeah. What is going on with the running game in Philly? Yeah. That's weird. Did you hear them chanting at the game mm-hmm. on last week? They were chanting, run the ball, run the... Because they had two runs the week before, and I think he had like five this week. It's yeah. bad. It's amazing. It is amazing. <sighs> so I don't... I like Sanders coming in, um, but oh, I'm nervous now. Sanders feels underutilized, improperly utilized. Because when he does flash, he looks great. But like you said, they just don't. I don't know, man. The Eagles' offense is a head scratcher. I love watching Jalen Hurts <laughs> and Devontae Smith, and then everything else. I just, I just get sad. I do love, and it, I, it hurts tight ends. But I love how we got Goddard and uh, Ertz, You know, just dominating they the are, the end they zone. Are. They that both. And that's as an Eagles fan, not as a fantasy guy, because that hurts your fantasy for both of those tight ends. You are correct there. But poor Eagles. I don't know. Hopefully they can pull it out versus Carolina this week. I think they got a shot. I think they got a I think they got a real shot. But moving on. Do you? Do you? <laughs> well, I think it's it's at the Eagles, right? And I think they're only three point dogs. I think you're right, but I oh man, I'm I'm not picking them in my my pigskin oh, pick them. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, but I just think they're at home. They're one and three. Carolina's three and one, but they haven't played like that many great teams. I think I, I think it, the Eagles have a shot. I'm not saying you know what I mean. They got a shot. Yeah, it's not gonna be too ugly. But our last team, uh, last game of the week, the champ, two and two. Artisanal curried honey goes to two and two. He has 126 points to the champs 105. Um, and uh, take it away, Andrew. Yeah, uh, Joe's team again um, for this week alone. Obviously, uh, I think his running backs are strong. Uh, Derrick Henry has uh, been a beast. Oh yeah. Uh, I I was not a, like. 
I wasn't a fan of Derrick Henry. Obviously, a top tier running back, but I didn't think he should go as high as he did. But uh, I was wrong because he's been a beast. And then David Montgomery again, uh, another running back I didn't want anything to do with, and yet he's been really dominant um, up until and including this week or you know uh, week four. So he's got great running backs and and his wide receivers. Calvin Ridley and and Evans are solid wide receivers. So and he's got depth there as well. So uh, I think he's he's definitely got a solid team. Um, obviously, going forward, there's other issues at hand uh, that we'll get into. But uh, yes, yes, and um, so, I will join you on that the the wrong express there because I I was always like ah Derrick Henry doesn't get passes and he's kind of on a not great team and you know. But God, he's amazing, and now he is getting passes. Like he's got more receptions than Alvin Kamara. Like who would have thought that? Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and then yes, David Montgomery. I was with you on that too. He just it felt like he had to pay too much for like a guy you weren't sure was going to deliver, but he has been delivering. You know, like you said, on a on a terrible team. So yeah, I had no. (laughs) So I had no faith in David Montgomery, and he has overperformed greatly. Uh, Real quick, now they're gone. Go ahead. Oh. I was going to ask you: Is Randall Cobb a real thing? Like, <laughs> I know. Is he, no. is, is he? Is he and uh, Rogers back to being like, you know, six years ago? I'm going to say no. I think or, it's. Uh, it he, he's a guy. Throwing a fluke. The, yeah, I think you throw him in the flex when you're desperate and hope he goes off. You All right. I, mean? I just I, don't think he'll get enough targets. I think I think MVS will come back in a few weeks. And that will hurt him. It just sounds good. It, it just sounds sound, nostalgic. It does, it does sound good. Um, all right. We can move on. I was just going to mention. Did you did you see what happened with Urban Meyer? No. Oh, okay. All right. We'll Google that later. Um, okay. Urban Meyer, coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, got caught on video. He's a married man uh, with a much younger lady. In the in the bar, oh. in the bar that he owns, the restaurant that he owns, and he's had to make like a big public apology, and uh, it's hurting the Jags. If you thought the Jags couldn't get worse, <laughs> were they were they doing the deed? I assume. Um, he was sitting at the bar stool. She was she was you know dancing up on him, and his hand was uh, not where you expect the married man's <laughs> hand to be on this college. It was not age. visible. Got no, it. Oh yeah, this, this, <laughs> this college aged girl. So, oh uh, man! And what made all that worse is it was after they lost, and like you know, the team was flying home, and he was like, "I'm gonna hang." <laughs> like he didn't fly home with the team. <laughs> and then not only did he not fly home with the team, they cut, they got him on video with this like co-ed. So yeah, it's not a good look. Not a good. Look I did not flying. see that. That's yeah. Check that pretty out. Pretty good. Check out there's like a 10 second clip uh, of the girl grinding up on him. It's not a good look for him. I'm sure. No. He, I'm sure he enjoyed himself that night. Um, yeah. And then the repercussions hit. Moving on to this. Oh, so are we. You know what? No, we'll wait. Let's say we we kind of pop through the teams, but you know that's last week's teams. Let's look at this week's teams because they're different. And as we're going, you can pick the team that scares you the most. Okay. Um, because we are going to do the previews, and I'm just going to go in order here, and we're going to start. In um, the Oedipus edition, the the ah the, yes, the, the young go hard. Oh, what's uh, what are they saying? Step brothers, uh, you know the 
the the old the old bull and the uh, the young buck. I can't remember the line, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it's been a while since I've seen Step Brothers. You know, he he is the man that brought you into this world, fed you, <laughs> closed you. How dare you even think about beating him? I know. I know. Um, <laughs> and the Oedipus thing, it's not a good thing to say because Oedipus wanted to bang his mom. So it's like, yeah, I always I, say it's like a dad versus son kind of thing. But then you're like, but wait a minute. It's a little weird now. It's a little weird. That's right. I wasn't going to go there. Yeah. Uh, I was going to let it slide. So forget I said that. We'll cut this on the pod. No, we won't. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but um there was like technical difficulties we lost the whole pod the whole pod went down um anyway um uh, my team's way up in the air i'm just gonna come out and break this down because my team's kind of way up in the air i do, i'm McCaffrey in right now because they're projecting him to play is he gonna play i don't know if he doesn't that sucks or maybe it doesn't um, Chase Edmonds, they're talking about might be hurt, so he might not be going. He's been great for me, and he might not be playing. Allen Robinson's awful, but who am I going to start instead of him? Amari Cooper's banged up. My team's in shambles. Um, all I can hope Dawson is... Dawson Knox, I, I like Dawson Knox pickup. Yeah, I was happy with that pickup because I, I beat the waiver wire on that one, picked him up a week ahead of time. Uh, I keep going back and forth on him and Pitts. Pitts is kind of ranked higher. And Pitts, while his points haven't been there, the workload has been. There's been, like, he's running, like, 80% of routes. He's getting got a ton of targets. It just hasn't all come together. But now, like we mentioned, Ridley's not playing this week, so that's, you know, more more focus on Pitts. Um, I don't know. And I feel like that KC-Buffalo game is just going to be a right. shootout. Like, if there's any time, like, I feel like I can almost guarantee Knox gets a touchdown, so I'm putting him in, you know. Yeah, I don't know how you don't play Knox. Yeah, so. I don't know how you play. Now, if if McCaffrey doesn't go, are you are you swapping Hubbard in and yes. just uh, yeah. closing your eyes? The other option would be I feel like I have to because I, I can't trust Chase Edmonds to start and he's the late game. So unless it mm-hmm. comes out like Saturday that Chase Edmonds definitely suiting up, definitely playing, then I can maybe think about starting like him and Carter and maybe not playing Hubbard versus the Eagles. I don't know. None of my options are great. It is what it is. And who are you playing for uh, uh, Edmonds if he can't go? Uh, probably. I think Claypool's been hurt, so I don't even know if I can put him in. So I'll, I'll either Devontae or Watkins, whoever I think has a, a better matchup. They're both – I mean, I picked them both up because they, they got a lot of targets, but I don't know. I think uh, Bateman's coming back in Baltimore this week, so that might hurt Watkins. And then I don't I don't have the wide receiver depth some of you guys have like <laughs> my, uh, my waiver wire game has not been great this season despite spending all my money. Um, my dad, on the other hand, uh, Leonard Fournette has has rounded into a starting RB and he's he's slotting who who would have thought? I know. Uh, I think Ronald Jones was the, the the favorite coming into this season, and he's basically dead to rights at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyreek Hill can just beat me by himself if he wants to. Hopefully, he doesn't. <laughs> he, if you, yeah, uh, yeah, I think his weakest point is his flex with Mike Davis. Mike Davis has been a pretty big letdown. You know, Cordell Patterson uh, scores everything there. Yeah. He's really consistent. 8.7, 9.8, <laughs> 9, 9.6. 
That's good. And Not you know, what you want. Yeah. But yeah, consistent. But yeah, and you can't argue. Ten, you know what? Guaranteed 10 points isn't the worst thing ever. Not from a flex. Yeah. And then uh, Tim Patrick, he, he picked up Tim Patrick recently, didn't he? A couple weeks ago. He did. He got in. Yeah, right when um Jerry Judy got hurt, he picked him up. And I think that's a good pickup. I went with the other uh, wide receiver in Denver, and then now he's on the IR, yeah. so that didn't work out. That was a sneaky pickup, though. That was like that was a, that was a sharp pickup too. He just got hurt. Yeah, but yeah, I think my dad's team will be better when Jerry Judy comes back. So that's a little scary. Um, I'll, for the pick, I don't like my odds, <laughs> but I'll pick, <laughs> I'll pick myself to win. Especially we have players going right now, and my my. My kicker's only got me three points and we're in the third, so that doesn't feel great. But, if McCaffrey uh, plays, I'm thinking you're going to take it. If McCaffrey doesn't play, I'm giving it to your dad. And I'm going to say McCaffrey's not going to play, so I'm, I'm giving it to your dad. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. I can't argue with it. I'll, I'll be sad if I'm no longer undefeated, but... Uh, I won't, because i got to <laughs> catch you. My team's got to get healthy. Alan Robinson, there's bears need to get their shit together. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's scary. Moving on to to um the human this year's human bye week, Bob. Oh and four. <laughs> dad I swear he's good. Now I talked to my dad yesterday the other day. We were talking about how he gets to name Bob's team. And he kind he came up with kind of on the cuff with sleepless in Seattle. You know, because he's not getting any sleep. You know, with No, that's baby. awesome. That's, that's a great a good, name. Right? So I gotta tell him to, to put it in the chat. I was like, what it's about- also wholesome. Yeah, it's whole exactly. And I and it was too wholesome for me. I was like, no, it's too nice. I was like, how about windless in Seattle? <laughs> and he was like, oh, people, <laughs> people won't get it then. And I was like, all right. And I don't think sleepless slash windless in Seattle will fit. No, no. I think it is clever enough. It's wholesome, but it's clever enough. I I think it's I think it's golden. I like all it. All right. It gets the Andrew seal of approval. So I will let my dad know. He's got a post. He has access to the chat now. He's got to post it himself though. Okay, um, but um, Bob, despite two excellent running backs uh, and two good, you Lockett and Hopkins. Man, if you told me I'm coming to the yep. season with Lockett and Hopkins, I'd be like, okay. Um, but yeah. both, both have underperformed. Over, I mean, Lockett had he, he performed good the first two weeks. Actually, that's I'm lying. He did too. The first two weeks he was amazing. He like combined for like 50 points. But since then, it's it's he's been sub 10. Well, today he's doing a little bit better. It's only been halfway. So, I mean, it looks like he might get a decent game out of him today. Uh, but, yeah, not quite what you're hoping for. But he's a little boomer bust, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. The other interesting thing with Bob is he traded with Kittle because he was going to lean on Gronk. And then Gronk, turns out, he broke all his ribs, like all of them. That that hurt, like yeah. <laughs> literally and figuratively. Like that <laughs> I saw that go down, and because yeah, Gronk would have been solid, and now he's—you don't know when he's coming back, no. and that's not good. Yeah, and it was—it really was like it was like f- like three fractured ribs and one broken one. You're like, holy crap! Like, <laughs> yeah, I've had a bruised rib, and I couldn't move out of a chair, and that was a bruised <laughs> rib. That's Stop talking about fractured or broken. Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness. Right. So Sterling Shepard, are we? Uh, is he playing Sterling Shepard? Ah, uh, he's he's questionable. Yeah, why has he got him in the flex? Is he because he's been injured, right? Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, um, seems like a, I don't know, mind game. Because yeah, you think he'd go with Beasley or AJ Green? 
you know. I mean, over AJ Green. I I drafted AJ Green just as a flyer in case he hit, and then I dropped him, and then he hit, and I was like, damn it. That's how it goes. And I I him up, man. <laughs> I had him up like the week before, and I was like, ah, do I want AJ Green? And I was like, ah, they're just spreading the ball around too much in Arizona. He's old. And then sure enough, yep. he's had like two strong weeks. Um, but moving on to Johnny, Johnny, um, he is currently projected to win 109 to Bob's 97. And I, I'm going to go with Johnny. I'll just come out and say it. Um, I like, uh, I like his team better. I like Prescott. I like Jones. I like Justin Jefferson against Detroit. Um, and I like his surrounding Johnny has worked the waiver wire beautifully because both, mm-hmm. both Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Pittman, I believe are pickups off the wire. And they're, they've rounded out into every week starters for him. He's got great depth with Devontae Smith behind them. And now um, he now has Darnell Mooney and Trey Lance, two guys I cut the week before they both kind of uh, <laughs> became fantasy relevant. So, um, and the worst part is I, I tempted to trade him Mooney and Lance at points. No, maybe I never tried him for Lance at points, though. I definitely tried Mooney, and then he shot him down, and then I dropped him, and now he has him anyway. And then he- he got so, him anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is how it goes. So, his... but yeah, I think Sanders was a good pickup. I was looking to get him. It didn't, you know, I didn't land him. Um, I, I think Sanders will continue to be what he is, which again, he's never going to win you a week, but I, I, I think he's definitely, well, actually, I think he did against Washington. Yeah. You know, he got 20, almost 24 points, but uh Buffalo is going to be a good team going forward, so it's good to have a piece of the pie. Absolutely, yeah. He's basically kind of been the number two, you know, and Diggs has not really been the number one, but you you can definitely take Diggs ahead of him still. So he's basically been the number two target, you know, in Buffalo. So you'll take that all day. And then Pittman is their number one. As bad as Indianapolis is, he's still their number one. He's still getting the work. So I'm taking taking, – John, to get on a win streak, two in, two, two in a row. How about you? I'm, I'm hoping Bob breaks his winless season because I know how that feels and it doesn't feel good. I know he's got more important things to think about, but I'm also picking John to win. That's right. Sorry, Bob. Get good. Um, <laughs> next up, my ball, Zach Hurts, two and two versus MVP Pete. Pete, who's already made a tactical blunder. Starting Chris Carson, who is not playing this week. <laughs> Though, to be honest, what would he have done? He has literally no contingency plan. Like, what RB? He has no one on his team. Right. He, he could have put in Tyson Williams for zero points, or he could put in Chris Carson for zero points. Yeah. He, uh, and, and you well, know what is infuriating is he's an empty bench spot. How did. Uh, yes. I see that. I wonder if he used that and put his guy, uh, his IR guy, on there. But then you you but you follow that up with a pickup. It doesn't matter who. You agreed. Pick, you pick someone Ag- up, like. So, I'm just going right now to the waiver wire under running backs. You got Rojo projected five point five point eight points. David Johnson for six. Philip Lindsay for four and a half. Malcolm Brown for six. None of these are good, but they're better than zero. Well, and there were good options on the waiver wire this week at running back. Uh, I, I don't remember yes. if, if he took any swings or what kind of money he has. Well, I'll, when we get to my team, I'll tell you who we should have picked up because I got him uh, instead. You did get him. I saw you spent that money. We will get to that. I spent the money. Spent that money. Um, 
Sean's team. I'm I'm going with Sean. It's not hard because Pete blundered. I'm going with Sean. Well, yeah. CD Lamb versus the Giants. He's gonna get off the Schneid. Um, he's also- and look who's in his flex. <laughs> There's Cradell. He's starting him against the Jets. 9:30 a.m. We'll see. We're going uh, across the pond, playing at 9:30 in the morning. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not watching that. No. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Uh, and uh, Pete can be saved because he has Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Debo, and he gets AJ Brown this yeah. week. So you know what? Pete can be saved. Um, will he be? I'm going to say no. I I agree. It is a, it is still a solid team, and you know what? If he had anybody in there other than Chris Carson, I think I would give him the edge. But uh, I too am going. I got some uh, hurdy balls, so I'm going with Sean. Yeah, man, and Sean's still. I'll tell you what. I'm surprised Sean's still starting Tannehill because there's been a lot of good waiver wire QBs, and he just has not capitalized on that. He's just been riding that Tannehill. Yeah. Tannehill roller coaster. You know, well, did Tannehill started out pretty strong. Well, no, not really. He had the one good week against Indy, yeah. and he did okay against. I guess the reason he's starting him is because he's playing Jacksonville, right? I guess. There's just been a lot but, of worthwhile guys. I mean, you've picked them up. I know Daniel Jones. I don't know if Sean has taken miss, taken swings and just missed with his fab over the last few weeks, but right. Yeah, can't be happy with Tannehill. I don't he know, can't man. take the, the fab with you. <laughs> the more I look at this, the more I'm like, you know what? Pete's going to win this. <laughs> <laughs> the, more, the more I look, I, you know what? I'm changing my pick. Despite You're changing it? I'm You're changing, changing it? Despite Pete's blunder and his next – despite <laughs> zero, we're just going to give him zero RB production this week since he's starting with Sanders. <laughs> I'm going to say nope. Pete does it. I'm sticking with Sean because I think CeeDee Lamb comes back, you know, and – the, the only player on Sean's team that I'm not – well, Tannehill I'm not sure about. He's playing Jacksonville, but if they get up on Jacksonville, then they're just going to give the ball to um, their running back anyway, who's just a monster. But CeeDee Lamb and Thielen are, are going to get right, and Cordell Patterson, I'm giving it to I'm, – I'm sticking with Sean. All right, all right. We're at odds on this one. We'll see. See where it lands. Holy schnizzle, we have an update. Um, oh, it looked better. No, it's still pretty good. Um, in in progress, Dirty Deeds done with Sheep. Oh, my God, and he's playing Luke this week. Oh, it's even even, Holy even, <laughs> even meaner. Um, <laughs> it's, I'm not, it's not funny. It's not, I'm not laughing. I'm, I'm never going to fight with Matt because Matt – Matt's, you know, skill with the quill is undeniable. Like, he just has so much internet power with the memes and the gifts he can make. I just He's the Alexander Hamilton of the Joe Sixpack League. I just want none. I want no problems with him because look at that. Look at that. <laughs> like, Luke was cuddling on that sheep. It's uh, both wholesome and disturbing. Agreed. And, uh, and, I didn't realize that he was playing four players in tonight's game. That is risky. I don't like playing that many players <laughs> on a prime time. Because look at yeah. look at this prime time and look at the last few. They've been boring, defensive, non-productive games. And sure. but he's doing okay. I mean, he's got four players. He's got forty-three, almost forty-four points. 
Uh, you know we'll what? see. It's a, you know what? For a Seattle, I think a Seattle Rams game, I, I think you're right. I think people expected better. Um, no one's killing them. I guess you could say Russ is killing them. You don't want nine points out of a QB. No. But, um, no. For Woods, that's one of his better games this year. DK, Agreed, yeah. DK, that's kind of been where he's at. And Henderson's plugging along. It's fine. He'll take 11, you know, in the third. Um, but yeah, right now Russ is killing him. He needs Russ to, and Russ can do that in the last quarter. He can, you know, tack on another 15 points. Easy. Um, easy. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see where this one ends. You're right. He's, 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 um, we'll see how much load he blows on that sheep. Um, <laughs> but, um, oh my, so let's take a look. Uh, what do you think of Luke's team? Uh, Luke's team, he's, he's got a solid team. Um, I am, I'm a little worried about uh, Elijah Missile. You know, he he went down. He was looking good, but he went down. I, he's supposed to play this week, but I, I don't know that. Does he have a better? I mean, he's got, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's got a really a better yeah, alternative. He does not, because Miles um, Gaskin has been a huge bust. And CEH, I, I had him last year, and a complete bust. And I didn't want anything to do with him this year. Now, he got him at a better draft value this year. But, again, for a number one running back, I don't. I just don't know that he's going to score enough points against Buffalo to really make a difference. Yeah. Um, but but he's got Josh Allen. And he's... He he's Josh Allen. And Stefan Diggs, who, you know, he's been, who's... Yeah. And he had, a good he, stack. And maybe the best value of the draft, until last week at least, Michael Williams... Uh, oh yeah! He probably paid a dollar for, and he went eighteen points, eighteen points, twenty nine points, and then last week he killed him with one, one and a half. But um, he's well, got- and 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 Brandon Cooks in his flex has been doing really well until last week. But last week was against Buffalo. You know they're against New England this week. Um, I think I think that he's going to go back up into the mid to high double digits. So his flex is going to produce as well. So. Yeah, his wide receivers, I think, are solid. They are. And he's got Marquise Brown, who's been um, blowing up. Yeah. Man, I think I might start Hollywood Brown over Brandon. Brandon Cooks, I feel like, is a little steadier, but I think I would want the blow-up game here against uh, a, a good Matt team. I think yep, I, I, think I, I can't. I, I think I may have stuck Hollywood Brown in that flex. Maybe he's I, Yeah, I don't think you could go wrong. Yeah, that's true. And then he's got Darren Waller, who I watched him play last week, and he's a freaking beast. He is a beast. The guy is. He's like. I mean, he's been. Children. He's had. Yeah, he's had two good games and two bad games, but he is a beast. I would put him on my team. Oh yeah. Any day of the week. Well, and even his bad teams are like most other like tight ends decent games. <laughs> like. Right, uh, true. You get true. nine points out of like a you know one of those bottom six tight ends. You're like, all right, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he gets a ton of work. But who we go who you going with? Oh, man, this one's a tough one. I think this is going to be a close uh and I think it's gonna be a little low scoring. Um I'm gonna say Luke's gonna get a little revenge on Matt. Okay. And he's gonna win. That's, right. that's where I was going with Karma. that. Karma. Karma comes back. Uh um, Matt, don't get mad at me, please. I still love your team. Yeah, don't and me. you're the best. Um <laughs> I will take Matt, uh, even with Russ at nine points right now, because how can I talk myself into this? Um, <laughs> because because that San Francisco running back situation is a mess. 
I don't see him. Yeah. Seeing, I don't see them getting a ton of ton of work against Arizona, right? Um, unless that they really control that game somehow. And then that no. I'm with you on Ceh. He's had two good recent games, but I don't think it lasts. Um, he doesn't catch passes as as much as you would think out of that offense. And Andy Reid, man, that, yeah. he invented that. Yeah, you think he'd get more, but I don't know. He's not. He's like uh, Mahomes is like fifth target, man. Like uh, on the pecking order, it feels like, or maybe fourth. So I I don't think you're going to be able to run a lot about against Buffalo. And I those are that, that that's uh that's how I've talked myself into Matt pulling this one out. I think it's going to be close. It I do, and uh, no, it should be a good a good game. All right. Moving on. Uh, we've got COVID spreads Beasley versus Greedy Eats Baby Souls. So this is so this is a, a froible. I don't know if you've noticed this season. Usually, Bob noticed instead of Matt. I don't know who else has. You may, you may have been on the pod when we talked about it. I don't remember if we talked about it on the pod. Mm-hmm. But usually, the way it goes is we play three division games, and then you play everybody right. else except for one person, which changed this year because we they added a game. Right. And then you have your last three division games. Well, this season, the, I, I use a tool to like make the. You think ESPN would do it for you, but it sucks. So I use like a, a tool where I type everyone's teams in, and it makes the schedule for me. Well, I don't know why, but this when I was like excited because oh, we get to play everybody this season. But for whatever reason, it spread the that the second round of division games out. So instead of getting them all at the end of the season, they're kind of peppered in. Um, oh. And this is an example of that. Uh, Gritty and. Um, Seth are, you know, division rivals, and they're going at it again already in week uh, five here, whereas usually it wouldn't have been until the end of the season. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, just an interesting thing to watch out for this season. We will be uh, – I think I'm coming up on you sooner than, rather than later too, Andrew. Oh, man. Um, Can we do it before McCaffrey <laughs> comes back, please? Could happen. <laughs> um, but uh, who do you like in this one? It, right now it's uh, Seth, 109. Neither of the well, go on. Seth, 109 versus um, Gritty's uh, 98. We've got some players in play. I'll let you talk it through. So just looking at it, I thought I was gonna like uh, Kevin's team better. I mean, he's got Ertz, which again, even on his bad days, he scores a ton of points. Um, Kamara, we've talked about. Uh, a little concerned. I don't know who Alex Collins is. I guess it's the backup to Chris Carson since he's not playing. Um, but he's only he's only got four points. Keenan Allen's been a bit of a disappointment this year. I mean, he's usually really a, a steady Eddie. Well, let me. I just clicked on him and he's actually pretty steady. So I take that back. Fourteen, twelve, and fifteen. Uh, I, you're right about something. I um, he is usually he's like a target hog, and and yeah. Well, you know, never mind. He's less than usual, but he's still got plenty. 13, 8, 12, 11. He's just not. Yeah, I guess I can't complain. Yeah, I guess I can't complain with that because that's actually decent. But in your mind, you don't think Keenan Allen's doing that well. So I guess that's okay. Cooper Cup, amazing. Uh, Higby, awesome. Ruggs, uh, if I remember correctly, he's, um, he's been hit and miss, right? He's had one really good game, and then the rest have been okay. He was a player I really liked going forward, but now uh, Hunter Renthro is uh, – is that that I get that name right? Uh, you were close. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I was close. You know who I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's kind of taken over 
as the you know the new sexy wide receiver there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a little worried about rugs. Yeah, I think um, I think you're I think Hunter Renfro's the the possession guy, and he's gets you the better floor, and rugs gets you the boomer bust. That's the way I kind of look at those two players. And then you go to COVID, you go to Seath, Seth, Seath, wow, yep, it's late, I'm tired. But you got Adams and Moore, I mean, the strongest one-two that you could have, and if Swift, Swift, if he has a decent game, you know, Hunt is what he is, his biggest X-Factor is Beckham, right? Yeah, he's coming back. Um, He came back last week, right? Yeah, I'd be ner- he, two weeks ago, so he got uh, 11 points against Chicago and four against Minnesota. So I think I'd be worried about playing Beckham. I would think about playing Rager in this in the in this position. Interesting, Rager, huh? What about Cortland Sutton? He he's traded, oh, he traded for him. And now he's I didn't see Cortland Sutton. I think I put I think I put Cortland Sutton in there. I didn't see him, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I think I'd go him. Oh, he's got Josh Gordon. He did pick up, and Josh Gordon was sitting there on the waiver, and I was eyeing him up. I was like, I should just get him. I was like, this is dumb. I should go get him. But, but it's Josh Gordon. You know what? He'll have, like, I feel like, games, and then he'll be bad again. Or- I'll say this. Yeah, I'll say this. When we got rid of a bench spot this year, I was like, it's not going to make a difference. It makes a big difference. I'm much more like it's harder. it's harder to keep that Josh Gordon-type X-Factor flyer on your bench. So... It's yeah. hard to pick him up. And that's with the IR, which does take some of that pressure back off of you. It does help having that. It does. IR I like spot. the I like the IR. But you're right. It is harder. Um, All right. What are your thoughts before I pick? Okay. Um, uh, well, we have a lot of information in front of us because we see that Tyler Higby. Oh, wait. He's, yeah. Oh, wait. Is he playing or is he hurt? I heard he got hurt, but he's. Never mind. He got. Eight he's points. playing. He's got. Yeah. He's got eight points. Well, you see, he went with the Alex Collins pick. You know, um, he doesn't. The issue Kevin has is he doesn't know if Joe Mixon's going to play, so he stuck Alex Collins in that RB two slot. He oh, flexed, that's right. He flexed Henry Ruggs, which is smart because then he can stick Mixon in if he does play. He listened to our podcast he two did. weeks ago where we he said, did. "Don't play your Thursday guy in the flex." Yeah, he did. You know what? He did. It's awesome. <laughs> we're the only ones who have thought of that. But, but you got to think, man, if he's got a combined 16 points out of his tight end, Cooper Cop, who is his wide receiver one, and his RB2 coming out of week one, like his only saving grace is that Matthew Stafford on the other side of the field only has 12 points, and we're, we're, we're near the end of the third. But, yeah, I got to go with Seth here. Seth's team I, is, I is agree. scary. It might come down to Seth picking that right flex. And it might be Samaj P. Yep. Ryan. You know what? If like Mixon uh, doesn't go, maybe he sticks P. Ryan in that flex. That flex. Oh, that's good. They got they got Joe Mixon on one side and P. Ryan on yeah, the other, yeah. and only one can play. Yeah. So. So I think I would have picked Kevin if I hadn't if we hadn't seen these these scores. Yeah. But I agree. I'm going to go Seth. All right, I'm taking Seth. Um, update on the game. Robert Woods now has 17 points for, uh, wow. Yeah. For, uh, Matt. So that's a big boost. Um, is it too late for me to switch? <laughs> it is. It's in the books. Damn it. Especially hey, Matt, just so you know, I pick Matt. Deep, Matt, just so you know, deep down, I pick you. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a big boom, man. Bobby trees. Finally, finally getting his. 
Bobby um, Trees. That's good. I like it. It's, it's not mine. I didn't come up with it. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. We, you can pretend. <laughs> um, last game of the week, we've got low-key winner against Artisanal Honey Curry. Have you been watching the What If series, Andrew? No, not yet. I want to see that. I, I, I need to. Did you watch Loki? Nope. Okay. Right. I know. <laughs> Silly me. I, 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 it is on my list of things to watch, but uh, I don't have time to watch TV. No, I hear you. No, and now, especially with football, football's oh. on three days a week, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I hear you, buddy. It's just interesting because it's he's in your he's in your emblem. You know your icon. Uh, I assume he is. I know. I thought it was cool, so <laughs> I went with cool. it. I like it. <laughs> um, but, uh, tell me how you were going to beat, beat uh, how you going to defeat the great artisanal honey curry, you know, Joe. I I feel good. I feel good about about my team. I I picked up Sam Darnold playing him against Philly. Uh, hey, when I watch it, I'm going to root for Philly. But afterwards, I'm going to feel good that Sam Darnold was on my on my team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, Elliot and El- Eckler. I just need them to. Do what they do, and we'll be we'll be fine. Um, McLaurin, the one I'm most worried about is uh, Chris Godwin. He's you know, I picked him up because I really liked what he did last year, and then I kind of forgot the fact that Tom Brady has three All Star wide receivers to throw to, plus Gronk. I mean, I know. Uh, and then afterwards, I'm like, I may have spent too much money, but he's done pretty well for me so far. Yeah. Um, He's, in this season he's the guy though in there i feel like you know if i had to pick so, one guy you know not counting the price but if i if i could right. pick one i'd definitely pick godwin so um i'm ha- i'm i'm happy with chris and then and noah fant uh, for a what i paid one or two dollars for noah fant um I, i'm happy with his production um you nice. know he's got me two double di- two double digit uh games a nine point game and then a two-point game, so I'm I'm happy with Noah Fant, no, and of argue. course I'm sticking, I'm sticking da- uh, Damian Williams in there in the flex now that he's a uh, Chicago's running back. I, I feel good about that. Getting uh, right. got Nayuk out of there. Well, and there you go, because Joe's loss is your gain because uh, it's a double whammy because Joe is a David Montgomery owner. So That's not right. only did you get stronger because you get to stick Damian Williams in your flex, Joe loses Montgomery. Now he loses Ridley. So he is, you know, playing playing injured this week. So I'm definitely going with you. I mean, you just got to avoid, <laughs> just got to avoid the Derrick Henry 45 point week. You know, so, <laughs> unfortunately they yeah. were playing Jacksonville, so it could happen, Andrew. <laughs> Maybe it it could. They could hand Derrick Henry the ball every snap because just it's Jacksonville. They really could. And here's another team that has an empty bench space. What's going on? I don't get it. I mean, I thank them for doing it, but it, it, it like for me, I'm the same way. I'm like, oh my god, I just want to slam like four more guys on my team, and I never ever. Right. Remember. And meanwhile, people have empty bench spots. It's amazing. So I picked up. I picked up Latavius Murray this this week on the waiver wire. Um, oh, I yeah, feel yeah. good having like. I feel good having him. Like, so here was my thought process. Go. I didn't. I don't look at bye weeks when I draft, and I decided to look at him next. I looked at him. Both Elliot and Eckler are on bye next week. I was like, oh, well, that's not good. 
So I saw Latavius Murray on there, and so I said, you know what? If if my season goes perfect, I pick him up, I play him next week, even if he gets me 10 to 15 points, it's better than anybody else that I could get. And then if everything goes well, I never have to play him again. Um, so I was really happy to pick up Latavius Murray. Um, and if anybody listening likes Latavius Murray, I'm open to trade offers <laughs> after after next week. <laughs> well, and they say that's how you got to play it, man, because you never know, you know, what's going to happen at the end of the season. So your, your number one goal is to win this week, you know, and then take it from there. Um, and at, at two and two, you definitely got to keep racking those wins in. So I think it was a, I, a nice snag. Yep. And, you know, hopefully he keeps the job. Um it's weird with that healthy scratch of uh, Tyson Williams, like you know. So I'm, yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic because that backfield kind of scares me, but he seems like he's the guy, or at least he has the opportunity to be the guy. Absolutely, and hey, man, you have the opportunity to, to get that on your team. You take it. Um, so you know that's the swing. Uh, Luke took with Liza Mitchell and hasn't worked out. You know, that's the, you know, the, the bunt I had to try and take with Chuba Hubbard. Like, um, you just gotta, there's running backs are important. So you gotta put it on the line for Yeah. And I got him, I got him for 30 bucks instead of 60. So that made me happy too. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to. No, yeah. You didn't have to pay 60 bucks for him. And if I had not been the McCaffrey owner, I never would have put up 60 for Hubbard. It's just that yeah. I decided if I get him, I'm rostering him for the rest of the season. So it was worth it. Right. And to guarantee don't him. think I didn't think about putting $60 down for Hubbard just to get him <laughs> back on my bench. But I was like, I was like, no, that's all emotion. I have to, uh, I got to play with the head. Come on. Yeah. But we've gone through all the teams. Andrew, if you had to pick one or two, if it's a tie, who would you, um, Who's, whose team do you fear the most? All right. I'm going to give this some uh, some well-deserved uh, thought here as I briefly run through <laughs> all the teams. Talk long words. <laughs> air. You know, if we're, talking, if we're talking this week and this week alone... Sure. I'm going with your dad. Oh, okay. I'm going with your dad this week. He's going to get the high score this week. Does it make me feel great? (laughs) 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 I can see that. I can see. I. You know what? That's not where my mind was going, but I can see it um, with Lamar, Najee, and Tyreek. Man, for me right now, I think it's a tie between Kevin and Seth. I don't know. I just like their wide receivers and and if like I just look at them and you know what I like Seth more before he traded away his running back to be honest. Mm, yeah, because um, he's hurting at running back. Yeah, so I don't know Kevin. Something about Kevin's team it, with a healthy Mixon. It doesn't look as bad this week without him healthy Mixon. Um, but I don't know, man. Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen, and then you got Kamara and Mixon and Jalen Hurts. So you like you said, a bad game is like twenty points. Uh, you know I hate I mean? that because I running back that running floor. Yeah. So I think it's for me right now. I, it's Kevin, and Kevin has scored the most points, so I guess I'm not really going out of limb there. 
Ertz is the guy, like, I kind of wanted him, but when Kevin paid, like, I think he paid quite a bit of money on the draft for him. I don't he remember did. exactly, but I was like, no, that's ridiculous. And I was again wrong. No. Oh, 11 bucks. There it is. Yeah. He paid 11 bucks for him. Well, and you know what? Hertz was one of those guys on, you know, on my, on my list that was like, oh, he's a fallback guy who I can get for like $5 or less. You know what I mean? Who you, know, right. who you thought could maybe pop. And so I agree with you. I think $11, you know, at the time was absolutely a reach. But you know what? It is what it is. You know, it's working out for him. And, you know, it is. Yeah. It was a good, yeah. that might have been his best draft pick. Yeah, maybe. So. Nah, Cooper Cop. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I should look at the whole team before I say things like that. But Hertz was a great. Hertz has been great. And, yeah, you feel really safe because he's got the, you know, the, there's running yards just give him that that floor where you know he, he's never going to kill you but all right man well i appreciate coming on and uh it was a good yeah time. this was fun i, I like the one-on-one um the intimate and uh more uh sensual podcast we did this week Definitely. Everybody else, you'd be jealous, you hear? And if no one ever hears this because I screw this recording up, <laughs> then... Well, just this... make sure Bob knows it was the best podcast of all time, was, was. but you, you you lost it to the ether. <laughs> yes, and I and I believe it will be unearthed someday. It's, it's going out <laughs> into the universe somehow. This podcast okay. will be heard. I love it. <laughs> And I'm going to stop recording and hope I don't break anything. So the thing <laughs> has been...